to the best now, time out uh, Fucking Big L, many meets as well <laughs> Giving them hell, nah, I ain't playing with y'all, hey Listen, this is about that time, you know what I'm saying? It's time to settle down, get your, uh, your little, uh, drinks and snacks. Uh, find some uh, white people to laugh belligerently around, you know what I'm talking about? It's a cool-out corner, boy. This meeting is being recorded. Cool-out gang, welcome back. Another beautiful episode of the Cool Out Corner podcast. I'm your host, Big L, my brother, Pork, and of course, Miss Minnie Meeks. Hola. Jordan brought us a doctor today and not Dr. Sue. We're a doctor. Yes. So uh, my name is Mireille Blanchett. So I'm a podiatrist and I work in New Jersey and um I'm very honored to be on the podcast with you guys today. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for we're coming along. But I got to ask you something because we've been talking just a little bit before we started and you've got this accent. Where, where, where is this? So I'm French Canadian. Ah, I mm. love it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. Nice. I caught that. And I was trying to figure it out what I was asking, but it wasn't. I wasn't getting nowhere. I people, I, it's like I'm a mystery. People are like, "Wait, you have a French name, but your accent is not French from France." They're like, "Are you like Eastern European? What What are you?" And I'm like, "No, I'm French Canadian." They're like, "Ah, there you go. Now I know." <laughs> yeah, it really is. So, so, do you say a boot? No, I'm just no. Okay, so can you tell the people about you and what you do? Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a podiatrist, basically a foot doctor. Um, so like I said, I just a little, you know, background story about me. I, um, I went to podiatrist school in Canada. And then for you guys who don't know how to become a podiatrist or like what's the the um you know schooling that we have to do so basically it's four years of so usually you know in the united states you have undergrad and then after that you can go to podiatry school but like in canada it's a little bit different the school system is different so i basically when i started podiatry school it's four years of podiatry school and then in canada you can just after you're graduating you can just start working so then that's what i did so i graduated in 2009 and then i worked over there for a year but then i really wanted to do surgery so in order to surgery, you have to do a residency, but we don't have residency for podiatry in Canada. So then I came here in uh, in New York, actually. Um, so I redid the last year of podiatry school at the New York College of Podiatric Medicine. So that was um, from 2010 to 2011. And then I graduated. So I had my American diploma, which opened the doors to, you know, boards and then residency and everything. So I did my residency in the Bronx um, at Montefiore. And then the goal was to go back to Canada. So that's three years of residency. But then I met my husband and then uh, we got married and then I'm here. So I've been, uh, I graduated in 2014. Um, so I was working in, in Princeton, which is about an hour away from where I live. And so we had a, um, a son in 2017. And so, you know, I was still commuting an hour each way and everything. And it was, you know, it was fine. It sucked a little bit, but, you know, it was okay. And then uh, in 2021, we actually had twin girls. Mm. So when I went back to work after, I was like, yeah, this is not, <laughs> it's not going to work. 
So, um, so I quit over there. It was really hard. I was a partner over there. So, but it was, it was a really hard decision, but like I decided to quit and then to start my own office, which is now five minutes away from home. So that is dope. Let's go. Yeah, so yeah. I started in June. Um, it hasn't been a year yet, but it's, it's great. I love it. Well, congratulations. First off. Yeah. <clears throat> so was it hard for you to start your own off? Was it hard for you to start your own business doing this? Um, yes and no. I mean, it was exciting. There's a, what was the hardest thing was before I actually started, you know, like to set up everything because my, my daughters were younger and then, um, they, we didn't want to start daycare yet because my son was in daycare. And then we only had one salary now because I wasn't working anymore. So then to have like two other babies in daycare would be like, no, it's so expensive. So, yeah. um, so they were with me at home when I was trying to do everything. And then, you know, I'm trying to be conservative because we had to renovate like my whole office. Um, so, you know, like I was trying to like, I don't know, like save on other things. Let's say I was doing my own website or I was doing like a lot of things on my own and then, you know, like getting like talking to insurances and stuff like that. So it just, uh, so all that while taking care of babies, twin babies was, um, it was difficult, <laughs> but yeah. And um, it's it's worth it. I'm just I'm really happy to to you know have my office, and then that's when I started, you know, being more active on like social media and then like on Instagram and things like that. And that's how you guys reached out to me. Yeah, cause I seen her on, I think it was TikTok. Yeah. So go ahead. Go ahead. So it's funny because so I was more like Instagram, like when I started, even before my office opened, like so I was doing reels and videos and stuff like that. And then, um, I don't know, like it, it was good at some point after that, it kind of like plateaued. And then, I don't know, I started like, I was doing a little bit of things on TikTok, not too much, but so um, a few weeks ago, I did like an ingrown nail procedure and then like, mm -hmm. I, you know, taped it. <laughs> and then I, I put it on TikTok and it went viral. It's like, um, it's like at 4.4 million views now. And then it's just like, so, yeah, I got like so many like new followers. So now I'm just, yeah, I'm like more TikTok. <laughs> I'm doing Instagram. Yeah, TikTok can bring in the people, honestly. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I think I've seen that video and I was just like, that's one of the things that scared me the most. I'm like, these ingrown toenails is something fierce. Like, yeah. I don't see how, like, how do people get that? Like, how does ingrown toenails actually happen? Yeah, so most of the time it's from uh, genetics. So, you know, like a lot of time, like it's a family history, let's say like the dad, the mom or whatever, like had ingrown toenails and then they're, the nail is like curved. And then whenever mm. it grows and then you're like trying to walk, it just pushes, like the ground pushes the skin into the, the nail that's, you know, like curved this way instead of being flatter. And then it just starts hurting. And then people, you know, like you always hear like, oh, cut your nails, you know, straight. Well, it's nice when you have a straight nail, but then when you have a curved nail, even if you cut it straight, you're still gonna have that discomfort a lot of times. So then you kind of have to cut it in the corner. So then, you yeah. know, like, and then sometimes you're a little in the corner and then sometimes you, you miss a piece and then there's something in there and then just kind of like a vicious circle. But a lot of time it starts for genetic, either like a really curved or just like, you know, recently I've had a patient, I put the, um, video on TikTok again um and the patient had like a, a very wide toenail so it wasn't curved but it was like really wide compared to his his toe so then we did the same procedure which is basically like to um numb the toe a lot of people on the video were asking like is the patient awake or is the patient numb or is the, I'm like yeah so I'm like I'm not a I'm, you know I don't want 
tortured people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I, yeah, so of course I numb my patients. Uh, and then it's in the video, but like, I don't know, people just are, are like focusing more on the like, you know, pulling the nail part. And then, um, then I'm like, yeah, score. it's like, you know, it's under anesthesia, local anesthesia. Uh, and it's really well tarred in the office. And then basically we just can numb the toe so then you don't feel anything and then remove the nail all the way to the base of the of the toenail and then just kind of like remove it. And then we put a medication in, in the wound so that the, the root of the nail doesn't grow back anymore, that little portion. So then, you know, it's, that's why we call it, it's a permanent toenail removal basically. So that mm. portion doesn't grow back anymore. And have you seen that stuff? Have you seen the video before? <laughs> Nah, I haven't seen the video, but it sounds like she described me because <laughs> I told her, I told her curving in a minute. I just need a pedicure for real. I ain't gonna hug Are pedicures really healthy for us? Or? So I know. So I, you have to find a place where um, you know for sure that it's clean. I'm a pedic- I don't go to pedicures because I've seen, you know, people coming to my office and then having like fungus or whatever. Or sometimes like they go and they dig too oh much to ingrow nails or whatever. And I have patients sometimes they go over two weeks because if not, their toenails are hurting. I'm like, well, well, just let's just do the procedure instead of you like spending all this money, like every two weeks to get your like, you know, your nail cut in the corner. Um, so, so there's a couple of things that, you know, I recommend sometimes just to, let's see, we can bring your own instruments so that you know, you know, nobody else's crumbs are on it. So it's just like your own stuff. Um, Cause I don't, you know, like to how I clean my instruments in the office, we have an autoclave. So that's the, you know, it's like high pressure, high temperature, everything is killed. And then we test our autoclave every week just to make sure everything is sterile. And then that's, you know, it's functioning. And then all my instruments are like, um, you know, batched. So let's say like if, inadvertently like something comes back like my <clears throat> my like test that I do every week if it comes back that it didn't kill what it was supposed to kill in the little envelope that so we have to send that to the lab well I, I pull out the batch that were you know made between the last test and that test but then you know in I don't maybe there are some pedicure places that have like that are like asterisk but I I don't know and then let's say sometimes the instruments may be like you know clean but then a lot of time I feel like the they kind of take the, you know, to, to file, they take the file kind of like in the, in the little drawer next to like in the cabinet and then just file stuff. And I'm like, well, is that clean? So I don't know. So, you know, like I tell people sometimes wow. like bring, bring your own things if you want to go and then make sure that you find a place that's really, you know, clean. And then mm-hmm. that, um, you know, they're not going to go too, they're gonna not going to be too aggressive also. Cause you know, like you don't want them to go and then, cause issues because that happens often that I have patients coming to see me. They're like, Oh, I just had a pedicure a couple of days ago. And then now my, like my toes, like really painful. Mm. Yeah, how you feeling right now? Cause you would miss a pedicure. I'm, I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little nervous now. Cause I didn't think about the fowler. I'm like, man, I do be in that same drawer. So like, I'm like, man, do y'all use Ajax? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Comment. <laughs> There are some places yeah. I'm sure that are fine, but it's just, I don't know. And then, like I said, I've, I've well, been I... three times to have a pedicure. So I've been um, on my bachelorette party because my bridesmaids were like, you're weird. You know, had the pedicure. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, okay. 
I'm like, oh yeah, it's nice. But then, you know, like they're like, ah, and I'm like, okay, it's everything. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, checking, make sure everything is good down there. Um, the second time was before my wedding. You know, I wanted to have like nice toenails, nice fingernails, whatever. And then uh, the third time was when I was due for, on my due date for my son, because he came two weeks later. He was just, just didn't want to come out. So well, hold on, wait. Like, so you got a, so you got a pedicure before you had your child? Yeah, I was like, you know, that's what they're saying. And the, you look online and like, you know, treat yourself before the baby comes. I'm like, all right, let me just go get <laughs> manicure, manicure, do the whole thing because I can't reach anyway. Oh, <laughs> I was wow. like, oh, big and swollen. I'm like, here you go, you do, do your thing. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, yeah. are you going to go back now? I'm going to go back, uh, but I'm going to just be more, like, careful. Or ask questions. Or bring your, bring your ask every now. board. Just be like, can you use this instead? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna think I'm weird. Like you, you never ask questions. Why are you asking questions now? I don't know. I just have some new information. You know. I need to talk to your supervisor. Podcast, and she told me that I need to start bringing my own instruments because y'all may not be cleaning y'all stuff right. Yeah. So, so now we gotta bring our own food supplies. Absolutely. That's crazy. Me, you got any questions yet? You know what? No, not really. I'm kind of just sitting here, you know, because I like to get my toes done. So I'm like, you know, because every play nail place that you go into, it always appears clean. You know, it appears clean. But now, I mean, I do watch what they be doing in there. But now I'm going to be really watching how they're taking care of, like, even the towels and all that little bitty stuff. Because uh, it's just, That's yeah. Important. It you is. Because now I, I remember working when I was working in a in a nail store in a nail shop, and she just had like a little spray bottle, you know, that you spray it all down with or whatever. And then that it was like uh -huh. some, some kind of chemical to kill what you know whatever it was done. And then you go in there and then you rinse the, the thing out and let the water out. But <laughs> I never knew what was in that bottle. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A spray bottle with no instructions is dangerous. Right, because she just gave me the bottle. And she's like, here, here's the bottle. I'm like, you spray this. Yeah, she's like, don't, I'll refill it. Don't worry about it. Wait a minute. I'm That's that. dangerous. Put, put tap, tap water in there. But <laughs> I'm telling you, I knew when I cleaned my stuff, I cleaned my bowls and stuff because, I mean, it's my setting. But, yeah, they I don't. Don dish soap in there. <laughs> that is real soap. What what would be the best thing to clean out a, a pedicure bowl, Doctor Blanchett? What would be the best? Uh, I mean, so if it's for a like commercial use, or if it's for commercial or even personal, yeah, I mean, yeah, is it different? Or? I say peroxide. Commercial, it would be like I feel like the best way to know that there's nothing is an autoclave. Like you, you know, like you have to. I don't know, but like in a bowl, like what's the bowl? Like what's right. the, like you what's, what? what's the bowl? Like you're saying like the. Um, you know, like they have the, you know, like the little pedicure bowls that you put to, uh, you know, that might have jets that you could sit on in it or something. Oh, like Just like a, so yeah. I don't, so I don't have that in, in my office, but I know there's some, you know, like special, like things that you put in it. And then it has to, I feel like you have to make sure also that the water kind of like recirculate. It's not, it doesn't clean just the this. Like it cleans right. also the, the tubings and stuff like that are that are in there. Um, right. But you know there there are you know cases of people having like bad infection from 
from that, like from pedicures. Oh yeah, there's one. So I was in, in residency yet. Um, it happened before I started, but it was a pregnant lady apparently um, in the Bronx. And then she had a pedicure and then she got a raging infection and she lost like a couple of toes and stuff like that, that, you know, oh, like, oh. it wasn't just, it wasn't just well, the infection. Yeah, it was, it, it was bad. And then I remember like, so I didn't see the infection itself because I guess that it happened before my time, but then she was pregnant. And then when she had the baby, we, you know, like the whole podiatry team went to see her and the baby just to see how she was doing. Um, so then I kind of, you know, met, I don't even remember like the, the, the this is just kind of the, the story I remember. And I was like, well, it's crazy, but that was after pedicure. That's crazy. They, I can't, I can't <laughs> walk around like this. No, no, that's all. it. <laughs> <laughs> Two times is crazy. Oh, I'm nervous. I can't, so, okay, well, let me ask you. I be, I use like bleach to clean it out. I have a spray bottle and I spray it down with bleach and wipe it. Is that safe? I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think so. But yeah, I'm sure there's um I think so. But like you know, everything like let's say medical terms, it's it's always like, okay, you need to have this concentration for this amount of time that it's gonna make sure that it's gonna kill this, 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 this. So I don't know all know like all the like specific like things. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, and then like you said, just not just that, but it has to make sure that it you know recirculate okay, okay. cleans everything. I gotcha. looked up that autoclave, and uh, unless I'm looking at the wrong ones, them things are expensive. The pedicure bones? The auto, no, the autoclave you were saying. So, yeah. Like um, the sterilizer stuff. Yeah, no. yeah, that's for the, um, you know, for the instruments, like the small stuff. Like, so, you know, I use a peel packs. Basically, we just put everything, you know, when you go to the dentist, like they kind of open up those the blue paper. So, it's the yeah. same thing. Um, but yeah, that cost like mine, I got refurbished because it was, you know, like it's certified refurbished. Everything is fine, you know, like guarantee for whatever, how many years. Um, but yeah, just because it's cheaper because it's like, you know, 10, 11, you know, thousand dollars. Like it's. Hey, I'm going to keep you in the chloride. <laughs> okay. That's why I use bleach. <laughs> crazy so with you having your own office is it just you in there or do you have a couple other people in there too so doctor wise it's just me and then i have a medical assistant who does my receptionist also um okay. so and then it's i have a couple of friends that started also their office and then they started just like on their own without anybody else but then i started with her from the beginning because i was like once, you know, when it's not super busy at the beginning, I can at least kind of like, uh, you know, train her on, you know, like putting a cast, removing a cast, um, you know, giving a boot, you know, stuff like that. Just kind of like to tell cleaning instruments, just to kind of like show her how I want things done. And then now that it's a little, a little bit busier, like she's been used to, to do it. And then I, I think it's just easier this way. Because I have some friends, they like, they want to wait to be busier to get to hire somebody because they don't, you know, they want to have like a lower overhead. But mm. actually, to me, it was just like, I, I need somebody from the beginning to, you know, yeah. I don't want to teach them when I'm getting busy. Right, how would you even have time to even do that? Like, yeah, exactly. Even now, like I'm, you know, I still have a lot of notes to finish from this week and I hired my, I hired my husband also, he's my biller. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep it in the family, it's only right. 
yeah. Like, who else is gonna who else is gonna make sure you know who else is gonna be like more invested in my practice than than me or like you know as invested as me that's true as you know, it's all at the same place so and he's a podiatrist too by the way so he's just kind of a he's kind of I don't know tired of being a doctor like he's worked in like harder like you know area like he's working in the Bronx that's how we met and then mm. like yeah also and uh there's not a lot of always like a lot of recognition or like you know people being like oh you know being thankful of their care and stuff like that so I don't know to be he's kind of like done I mean he's still working as a podiatrist he's at the VA he works with residents and stuff but so he he like he enjoys doing the billing so I started doing it at first and then I was like when I got too busy like I was getting behind and stuff so I'm just like you know you like doing stuff like that I'm gonna hire (laughs) so I tell people that I'm his boss (laughs) I bet he does like doing the billing (laughs) They got them finances out already. Uh, so, what? Um, let me see. Let me. I'm see how I do this. Um, can you break down the importance of having healthy feet? Because I don't think I think people just really just don't know, nor they really don't care. Yes. So that's what I was saying. Like before we start recording, like people, like I feel like it's feet is like the the least important part of the body for a lot of people up until it starts hurting or up until it starts having issues because yep. you're like oh, I don't my feet or whatever you know but it's just so important because you know think about it let's say like if you hurt and one of my patients was saying that recently if if you hurt your hand you can still do things you can still walk he, like it sucks but then you can still do stuff if you hurt your foot and you can't walk on your foot what are you gonna do like, you know, you either like, whatever, or like, you know, like you can't, you can't walk, you have to like elevate your foot. It's just, it's complicated. So it's really important to take care of your feet. And then like prevention is like really important. And then, you know, for a lot of different things. So, so there's some, there's kind of like easier things, let's say like mechanical issue, you know, a bunion, timer gels, plantar fasciitis, which is like, you know, oftentimes like the heel pain or the arch pain and things like that, arthritis, but there's also, let's say, people that have diabetes and then they don't take care of their feet. And then, you know, there's a lot of people that can end up with amputations and things like that. If, you know, because they can develop an ulcer and then like it just kind of goes down the path and then at some point you get infected and then you get an amputation. And I, you know, if nobody would get amputation, nobody would get issue with their feet, I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> so it happens all the time. But like prevention is the key because when it starts, let's say, especially for diabetes, like when it starts to like, you know, you start having like bad circulation, you start having neur- neuropathy, that you can't feel your feet. That's when problems happen. And then it just, it's really difficult. And then it's like, life altering for a lot of patients because, you know, like they come, let's say if they have a wound, they have to come and see me like every week in the office because I have to like clean it up, put some type of medication or, you know, figure out what to do, see if there are no infections and stuff like that. So it's just so much easier to kind of, you know, take care of your feet before so you don't end up there so putting feet in, in your mouth is bad yeah i wouldn't recommend it Damn. but very flexible if it's your own you know body it's no uh, no not mine i'm talking okay yeah, yeah, yeah talk- okay Damn. in your mouth <laughs> not my feet i'm just talking about no i'm talking know. about you putting somebody's feet in your mouth i used to uh, I, I mean i <laughs> 
I, I, don't, I would recommend that. <laughs> you see that look? Her whole face don't turn red. What you do? <laughs> don't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, you can still have a foot fetish. You just don't want to put them in your mouth no more. You don't know what's going on down there. That's, you don't yeah, know. People like, you know, you know, do you actually like, do y'all actually scrub up under your toenails like you do your fingernails when you're in the shower? Because I know a lot of people don't. I have, I think, yeah. I don't think I do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you scrub your toenails? Are you, what you mean you don't think? Either you do or you don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we know that answer. <laughs> but I don't have, I don't have like no, no toe jam or that like junk shit. I don't have none of that under my toenails. Okay. Mm. I, I, I got a bunion question though. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you got I, like I, eight I of them. But you know what? Okay, so. Like, what kind of pain can you get from, like, bunion pain? Like, from bunion. Or better yet, how would you even know if you have one? So, a bunion, basically, it's when the, um, you have this weird bump that starts on the side of the foot, you know, close to the big toe. And then, uh, often time, the big toe is going to start to be deviated, you know, towards the other guys. Right. And then, you have, like, this bump, like, coming out. So, uh, the pain can be, like, there's basically, most likely, most of the time, like, about two, or maybe kind of three different type of pain that you can have. Um, you can have pain from the shoe gear. So basically because the bump is there and then it's rubbing in the shoe. Um, okay. You can have pain from the joint because, you know, the joint instead of being, you know, straight, it's like, it's crooked this way. So then it's just going to be rubbing the wrong way. That can be painful. And then also right. sometimes you can have pain from the nerve because there, there's nerve, you know, like, uh, so there's one on the top, the dorsal, mesial um, cutaneous nerve, and then it goes there. And then I can get irritated also from the shoes and everything. So that can give you, it's a, different type of pain because it's going to be like a shooting pain sharp pain and then that's mm. the, that's also because the the bunion is squeezing you know the um the nerve between the shoe and then the bone what about in your legs or hips or anything like that so that yeah so that happens oftentimes that happens from so two different things also it can be from compensation so let's say like if something is bothering you below and then you're like walking crooked so then that can, you know, there's some muscles that are going to be working harder than others. So then that can cause some, um, some discomfort like that. And then there's also, um, let's see, some patient can have back pain that can be related to their legs. So just recently at their feet, just recently I had a patient coming for like orthotics follow-up because whenever I give, you know, orthotics um, to put like the inserts put in the shoes, I mm -hmm. have them come back in a month later. So then for her, um, she had, you know, like mouth mild moderate bunions and then you know it's not hurting her too much but I mean she was using heels I'm like you know just decrease your heel height and then you know we're gonna put this insert in your shoes and then she comes back and she's like oh you know like my bunion is feeling better blah 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 she's like oh and my back pain is gone and I'm like yeah she's like is that possible from the orthotics I'm like yeah because you know like it everything is interconnected you know like if you have the foot here so if you have, you know, like you're flat footed, let's say like, so this tail is the ankle bone is turning this way. So the tibia is turning this way. So the knee is turning that way. So the hip is turning. So that's put, causing a lot of stress on the, on the back. Um, that can be kind of like a nice, uh, a nice, you know, collateral, um, not damage, but a nice uh, thing that can happen with like an orthotic or something like that to like decrease the, the, the back pain. But yes, like pain in, you know, it's not just pain in the foot. It can be pain all the way to the to the back that can be caused from the foot issues. Mm. Mm -mm. Mickey, you got a bunny or something going on? Man, I have been having a, first day I was, first 
the, my podiatrist told me it was planter's foot. And um, I did the water bottles. They had me take some stuff for inflammation and for my foot. Just And I did all that and nothing seemed to work. And I went back to the doctor and he suggested that, you know, you just have to take more medicine. And I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so I'm taking this medicine, but it's not getting any better. The pain is still in my calf and in my thigh. And it, it was going, it was like, it was hurting so much that, or I was using so much of my, my leg that I could start seeing muscle difference in my legs from, like you said, doctors, muscles being used in different ways. And I noticed that I was off. One leg was bigger than the other. And that was coming. But like I said, I haven't had the doctor tell me, hey, it's a bunion. So I had to research myself and find out what it is and what's causing this pain. So I went and tried to get like um, stuff from like Walgreens, things, yeah. stuff like that, you know, just to help it. And the problem is that the ones that fit inside the shoe don't help as, one of the, as well as the ones that you wear without the shoe. It's like, darn it. So when I put the shoe on, it doesn't fit. So I can't wear that. Yeah, so that's why, so I make my orthotics very small usually to, you know, depending on what's the issue. But I mean, so I just have some samples here. But I see, like, I try to make them, like, smaller, something like this that just goes in the, you know, in the shoe instead of being, like, the, the long ones. Because, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's, like, the you see over the counter, it's, like, the full, you know, thing that goes just in sneakers. And I, I tell patients, I'm, like, you know, I don't want you to just wear your orthotics and your sneakers. I want them, I want you to use them in, you know, all of your shoes as much as possible, right. because if not, it's not going to, it's not going to help. Like if you use them just when you go to the gym and you go to the gym three times a week for an hour, well, that's not going to help, you know, right. similar when you're wearing glasses, you know, you see well with your glasses, but like if, what if you were wearing glasses just, you know, three hours a week, it doesn't, it's not going to help. Right. Yeah. We should have had them little pads and our marching band boots. Oh, we man. marching on concrete. Blisters and everything on my feet with them boots, bro. It was horrible. It was bad. Okay, yeah, so yeah, sure. I do I do have some questions for I got a lot. But um so okay, so me and my lady was talking and she gets upset. Not upset, but I don't know. She thinks that I'm weird. I like to wear house shoes in the house. Is that bad? I'm all for her house shoes. I mean, you know, it's no, it's not bad. Especially, so it depends on you know, like what's the reason. If you're not comfortable because you know you're have pain in your feet or something when you're wear when you're barefoot, or whatever in the house, well, wear shoes. And then you know, like if it's so in my house, my husband is Indian, and then we don't wear shoes in the house. But let's say like when I were when I was cooking, you know. That was before having kids. I used to be able to, you know, cook the whole Sunday on internet. Yeah. So anyway, so I had bought shoes that I was using in the house and I was putting my orthotics in because at the end of the day, my foot was hurting me. My feet were hurting. Um, so I always recommend patients to either, you know, like have a shoe that they just wear in the house or they can be like sometimes like a slipper or something like a sandal, something that like a nice arch. So I'm, I'm all for that. I'm like, I agree with you. I just want you, I just wanted you to say this so she can, I'm going to go right to this part, just so she can hear that, because she be trying to tell me everything under the sun about I shouldn't do that. I'm like, this is, I've wore house shoes my whole life, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to change now, you know, I, you know, that's just me. That, that's how I was raised, that's how I came up. So I, think I, no. I And then, do you wear socks or not? 
in your house? And then what, like, what? I do of- sometimes when yeah. I'm at home. If I, if I know I'm not going nowhere, then no, I will not wear socks in my house shoes. But then sometimes I do wear socks in my house shoes. What did they look like? Is it like a slipper or is it like a shoe? Shoe. It's like a like a slipper, like a slide on. Like a slide on. Okay. Yeah. Because why I'm asking, it's just because a lot of times I see if you. So I, I'm I'm a big proponent of socks. <laughs> There's people that just don't like to wear socks. And then um, it's just not good because, you know, your foot's going to sweat more. Um, mm. And then it's going to be more sweaty, more, you know, smelly. And then you have more chance of having like fungus because fungus, they like warm, humidity, and dark. So then in the shoe, when you're sweating, it's just, you know, a perfect environment to like kind of brew and stuff like that. Um, so that's that's the only like, you know, like it depends on the, like I said, the type of, shoe that you have but let's see like little um i don't know like sometimes like a little moccasin or something like that like it can be you know if your foot can be sweaty so i would recommend to just yeah. like maybe okay. what about like hey dudes if you like hey dudes like hey dudes you know what hey dudes are they're like no. they're like a moccasin without yeah they, they are like a moccasin they don't have all the the cushion on the inside like that though like like a kind of like a sperry I would I still, know. I would still wear, I would still wear socks. I sure. just wear socks, or like you know, like a small one that just covers. Because I, I know I've tried. Like sometimes, like I would wear some shoes, like some flats without any socks, and then it just mm-hmm. my feet get just so swelly, uh, smelly and sweaty, and it just I don't know. I just don't like it. Yeah. I, 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 I ask because I see a whole lot of sketchy commercials, and them people don't be having on no socks with those shoes. Yeah. So yeah that's I know. <laughs> back after the commercial i'm sorry yeah, but i'm just saying I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a sock person i think it's really it's and then also like your the the shoes they get really dirty like really quickly i had a patient when i used to work over there um you know he was diabetic and he would come for his diabetic shoes you know every whatever um few like every year and then so you know like when you're on medicare let's say you can get diabetic shoes if you meet the requirements like every year like if you have neuropathy and then you can feel your feet blah blah blah. but then so he would come and then he would not wear socks ever because he had issues with his hips or something so he couldn't put them on so then let's say i gave it i like he got the shoes and then he came to see me like i don't know like a few weeks later a month later they were already like super gross the inside they were like black and I'm like, I have to wear socks, please wear socks. Because, you know, it's much easier to wash your, your socks than to wash your shoes, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> please wear socks, y'all. And there's a lot of people who do not like to wear socks. That's true. I've seen a lot who don't wear And I've been looking at them like, yeah. why don't you wear socks? Like, y'all got y'all shoes really stinking around here. Yes, and then you know, I I know. So okay, a lot of people are like, oh, how can you be a dietitian? It's so gross to deal with feet all the time. And then you know, I'm I'm fine, and I've I smell a lot of things, and I've seen a lot of things like that. I'm sure yeah, I, was going, I was going to get to that too, so don't worry. Yeah. So um, but I know my nose know if you're not wearing socks because it's a different smell. It's like I I you know I've dealt with infected ulcers like stuff like that but like when you don't wear socks and then you come to the office it just it smells different gross i don't know <laughs> so, and then there's a lot of people that don't wear socks also let's say in uggs but it's the same thing it's just like and it's so like 
fluffy and warm and I'm like if your foot's gonna swell it's gonna stink and then it's just gonna get all stuck in the material just just wear socks that's a that's a quick way to get fungus I'm assuming yes yes Uggs without socks is crazy you said what Uggs without socks is crazy like bro so many people so many people wear socks with with uh wear Uggs without socks so many people I like I can see like okay I know now now I know it you know of course you need to wear socks but there are some like the hey dudes and some some Uggs that are like kind of like the moccasins I can see, you know, you not wearing socks. I get it. I do know your feet going to stink and all that and swell up. I get that. But I don't, I mean, I guess sometimes I'll be looking at things like a fashion deal. Like the socks don't even go, you know, with the outfit. You know, I, 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 look, yeah. I look and think about that. <laughs> yeah, like but that. there's some socks, like they have like very small socks now that can just go yeah. kind of like on the toes and stuff like that. As, as long as you have something just to absorb some of that. Cause I was gonna ask, cause like I wear my hey dudes, and sometimes I don't wear socks with my hey dudes, but I have a, I get gold bond powder and put them in my shoes, or I ain't even gonna lie, I spray my feet with deodorant before, like spray deodorant. I've done that. Yes, yeah, that's good. That's a good. That's a good thing to do. Also, I don't like the powder because I feel like the powder is just like it gets on your ankles and it makes you look ashy. So you got to be careful with powder. Yes, I but the deodorant works great. Yeah, and then it's it says that in your shoes. I just I I'm not a not a fan of powder, but the the spray usually that's what I so I recommend that also um that or like even like just a regular like deodorant like not deodorant but antiperspirant bar. Um, mm. uh, oh wait, I use the actual deodorant. <laughs> yeah, I but use no, actual spray Dove deodorant. Yeah, feet smell like Dove in secret. Hey, they smell good and they do not stink <laughs> when I took my shoes off. Yeah, exactly. As long as it's yeah, as long as it's the antiperspirant, like, and then okay. I'm sure that's what it is. That's fine yeah. because you know that I tell people I'm like, if not, if you're just gonna smell good, it's it's just gonna sweat. But because it's right. see when people come and see me for fungus, so that's what we talk about. So we talk about like few things to to change, um, and then to kind of like help the environment. You know, the warm, humidity, and dark. The only thing that you can really control, you can't really control the warmth because it's your body temperature. The dark, I mean, it's in the shoe, so you can't you know can't put lights in there. <laughs> like the, um, but the humidity you can control it, so that's why you can like decrease the uh, your perspiration by using antiperspirant. Hey. Okay, uh, you want to ask that question about the grass walking in the grass? Yeah, so I'm, I've been hearing uh, some people saying uh, like walking bare feet in the grass is actually good for you. So um, I recommend more like I feel like in more in kids. So in kids, they're like they still have their. Um, uh you know like nervous system that's like developing and things like that and then you know they need to have like a lot of like stimuli from like the ground and then like to like make connections stuff like that so that it's fine but then still that being said my kids are not walking barefoot in the grass because you know where are you gonna just find like a patch of grass that there's like nothing else inside because you know like I said I'm a foot doctor so I've seen a lot of things and then I've seen people coming with an infection because they stepped on something and then you know like they got a splinter or they got like a foreign body or something like that and then they get into an issue so then you know we're like barefoot let's say in the house and stuff like that but as soon as we go outside we wear we wear shoes um I remember like when I was in the Bronx in residency during the summer it was crazy we have so many people with like Boring bodies in their feet and then like you know infection and then they have to be admitted and have to die, like you know like cut them open and stuff like that 
and like sometimes like I was I remember one of them was like a little boy and I'm like like he was like he was so tiny like his foot was like about this big and then um he had like community acquired a MRSA like you know in the that's what mm -hmm. came up in the culture and just because he was walking barefoot I'm like people wear shoes please wear shoes um so you know there's and then you go online and then there's all those like you know like the barefoot people and, and so I'm not really like that I mean I'm sure there's ways that you can do train your foot to be stronger and stuff like that but I I know that's not what I was taught that's not how I learned it that's not how my foot works either you know I have I have bad feet and then um I just I, I do better when I'm supported and things like that so I just I I don't know I'm more towards the let's protect our feet let's you know prevent things to hurt ourselves and then let's just you know we we're not in you know like millions of years ago I don't, I don't know when when was the when did the human race is, like start evolve but you know like we didn't have the environment that we have right now like people didn't have you know shoes access and stuff like that but um, you know they were they were used to be outside they were you know their feet I feel like were stronger but like you know I'm I don't feel like it's necessary now I feel, and then it's very different you know you have to like protect your feet from you know like piece of you know broken glass on the floor like a nail or something like that see it's, it's a different environment and then I just like you said before prevention is just so much better so I just I'm a big proponent of you wear you wear shoes you go outside wear shoes because you just don't know what's on the floor I feel so I'm, I'm you don't understand how glad you are saying these things because oh. I had these arguments every summer and I'm like nah I wear shoes outside I don't do the bare feet thing out there I can't I can't do it. I, I used to run barefooted, so I was I had to. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm guilty. <laughs> but I turned out great though. I never got no no uki aki yeah, or nothing. Me I turned out <laughs> well, let's not continue to get no uki aki. No, no, I don't. I don't do it no more. Hold on. You know <laughs> what they used that. to say? You know what they used to say when we was little? Like when you went outside with your, your shoes up, they said it's gonna make your feet big. You don't remember that? I never heard that one. Yes, my grandma used to say it's gonna make your feet big. Is this true? Oh, to go with the shoes or without the shoes? Without the shoes. Walking yeah, outside without shoes make your feet your feet big. I don't think so. Oh, okay, good. I've never. <laughs> I'm like wondering like what mechanism would do yeah. that. But I don't know. Just too much sodium. Did you know? I think that was just <laughs> yeah. something she used to tell us to make us put our our shoes on. You know, <laughs> I don't know, but My yeah, I do remember big. her saying that your feet are gonna be big. Too much salt. That's all. Cut back on the salt. <laughs> Cut back on that salt. Okay, so with okay, so with having flat feet, is there like a specific kind of like cushion to put in your shoes? Yeah, so um so there's a lot of different, you know, if you go on Amazon and stuff like that, there's just so many different inserts that you can get. And then I don't know all of them. I'm sure some of them are good, some of them, but I think like the the best thing to do is just to go see you know you can try some stuff over the counter so let's see dr scholes and the walgreens and stuff like that it's it's not as supportive as something else that you can find mm -hmm. on, like in sporting goods stores or even on amazon they have some that are more supportive um mm -hmm. but when in doubt you know just go to the podiatrist and then they can take a look at your foot and then just they you know recommend something or sometimes also just do something custom molded so that's what I prefer just to 
think as a model. It's usually like, and then, and then sometimes the insurance covers it, sometimes it doesn't. It really depends on the insurance and then the geography, I think. I mean, in New Jersey, it's pretty good. Usually a lot of the insurance covers it. Um, so, you know, I just kind of mold the foot and then I put it in the position it's supposed to be. Like the patients are lying on their stomach and then I just put everything how it's supposed to be. And then, so you have a, a mold and then you just send that to the lab and then they make the orthotics. And then you what? put the specifics of whatever is needed. Let's say like a, if it's somebody that has like, you know, pain in the front of the foot, I can put like a little metatarsal pad. It's called a little cushion here. If it's just, let's say, plantar fasciitis or like bunions or something that they're, we just need to control the support. So that's when I'm going to do something more like just the plastic piece, basically, that's going to be molded for the foot. I never knew that. That's not yeah. expensive. Yeah. Right. Well, with my insurance probably trash to even do that. I probably have to pay out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Your call pay eight hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> I did not know. I did not know. You learn something new every day. Okay, every day. so I, I do have some questions from Anel Tech that she wanted to be at, that she wanted to ask, or whatever. So. With her having to do, because she does a lot of, um, uh, how can I say this? Uh, whatever. Uh, she does a lot of older people's feet. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Okay. So, and I guess a lot of them have a lot of ingrown nails. And they want her to take them out. But she always says you need to go to a podiatrist. I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I get what I can, but I don't feel comfortable doing that. So she wanted to know. Should uh, nail techs do that or should they just always turn them to the podiatrist to do that? So I think it depends to um, what extent also, you know, like if it's just like, you know, clipping it a little bit in the corner because patients, you know, like the, the, the clients, whatever, can't reach down there. You know, I think it's okay. If, you, if the, they're like, dig it more, dig it more. No, like, you yeah. know, go to the podiatrist. And then it's just because, you know, you can have a, you can have complications, you know, like what if, you know, something gets infected and stuff like that, you know, they're not going to be able to, to deal with that because they're not trained for that. Um, so I think it's what she's doing is perfect to refer to the podiatrist, you know, like if it's just a little bit, just a little filing, little cutting, I think it's okay. But more than that, just refer out for sure. Okay. And then I guess another one was, she was wanting to say in the African American community, acrylic toenails are a big thing. Okay. And she wants to know what your opinion is on that. Should I get acrylic on the toes or not? So it depends why, you know, if it's like because they, because sometimes people put acrylic because they have, let's say, a fungus or something. They have something underneath and they want to mm -hmm. hide it. Well, let's just cure your fungus, you know, instead right. of I'm fungus. What are we doing? Let's just like fix your nail instead of just hiding it with something. Um, and then also like, so, you know, it, <clears throat> it's not super healthy in the fact, um, in a sense that it's like adhering to the nail. Um, and then if it's like repetitive, you know, if it's like once in a while, let's say you have an event and you're like, you know what, let me get nice toenails. I don't care. Just whatever. Just do. But if it's always, 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 it's not good because it, it's just going to damage the nail. And then it's <laughs> just I, I'm not not a fan not a fan not a fan, not a fan. And if it's like I said if it's to cover something that's an issue it's just just fix the issue 
can I help you? <laughs> no acrylic all the time and no sucking toes. Got it. Yeah, that's sure. How you feeling? Today, it's getting weird though. <laughs> it's getting weird though. Thursday feet, and that's all you can do, bro. That's it. I'll just look at it. That's all. Are right, you on massage your feet for? Yeah, I'm massaging. Oh, okay. I was about to say, come on now. now I gotta, now I gotta check under toenails now. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do all you know the proper steps. Make sure no fungus <laughs> under there. Right. I, mean, I got a question for y'all. I got a question for you, L. Let's say you, you know, go out on a date with somebody and you know y'all go back to nightcap at your spot, okay? And you know, y'all get to the crib and you know, she turns on some music. She's like, well, you know, she asks, I turn on the music, turn on the music or whatever. And the next thing you know, she's like, Do you mind if I kick my shoes off? And you're like, no, go ahead. And she takes her shoes off and her feet are just raunchy. What did you do? You said what? Immediately have a good night. <laughs> no, because she's gonna say what? Why? Why would you say that? You gonna be like, cause your feet stink? I like feet though. So if you coming to me so like that, so you think stinky? No. Oh, I like when they're kept up. That's what I'm saying. Have a good night. <laughs> you wouldn't be. That is so mean. You wouldn't do it like that. You need to refer her to the, the, the closest local I'm podiatrist. Going, I'm going to refer her <laughs> to Dr. Blanchard right here. <laughs> well, you know, wait a minute. But wait a minute. So you ain't going to tell her that her feet stink? You just going to let her just think that she did. First you don't know off, what she did. Why wouldn't she know that her feet don't stink? I know well, she, she if knows I'm blind. blind. I know she can smell it. Man, but. maybe she knows blind. Ain't no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. No way. And now oh, you messing up my car. My good somebody. Why your feet? You got you got athlete feet. Like what's going on? Why your feet stink? What's why? What's what's the problem? Man, I have been in a room with someone. It, it, it wasn't my guy. It was somebody else's guy. But it was we was just chilling, waiting for him to come right. home so we could leave. And he kicked off his shoes. Oh, <laughs> and I mean. I mean, I was across the room and I was turned the other way and I yeah, smelled it working. and I turned around like Freddy Krueger was behind me. Like, what the hell is that smell? It was his feet. Oh. And, and he went got the shower. No, so he goes and he goes to take a shower, right? Because he needs to definitely take a shower. Everybody's sitting there with the nose like, oh. You got to throw them boots away. But he <laughs> left the shoes. He got mad at me because I set the shoes outside on the porch. On the porch, where they belong. <laughs> yeah, get them like air out a little bit. Yeah, they, most people do not let their shoes air out. I feel like you should do that, and they do not do that. I heard you're supposed to spray them with alcohol and then set them outside. Is this true? I don't. I don't spray them with alcohol. I, I have a spray. I mean, you can do Lysol. It's a, it kills you know bacteria, viruses, and stuff like that. I have something um, that I have in the office here that whenever I treat people with fungus, I'm gonna recommend them. It's called Clean Sweep, and it's with nano silver, which is just gonna, it kills everything. And then also like for the um, the smell, it's gonna really help. So just like once a week, just like kind of spray it whenever there's fungus, and then if it's like. For stinky shoes, usually you spray it until you don't smell it. And then after that, you just kind of like, whenever it starts to smell again, you can just like spray it again. And it's funny because at the beginning of the, when I just start, uh, started the office, um, I had two sprays, like, you know, like that were given to me, like uh, samples from like two different companies. And I'm like, oh, let's 
let's try them out because my assistant had stinky feet or like you know stinky shoes <laughs> so like we tried that so we had a left one and then a right one and then we sprayed both sides and then the one that i i carried that's the one that works the other one just didn't work it was just kind of like it smelled like alcoholy but like it, it wasn't taking care of the the smell that's and then you know, once we like you know we were like using a lot of that blue spray like in it and it was not working so we used the other spray just like and it was like it's the smell was gone i was uh it was like magic odor eater yes an odor <laughs> eater and walk away on that port you said what <laughs> get up and walk away on that porch yeah he left you were mute you were mute you went mute <laughs> And now you're gone. Okay, she's back. <laughs> so, so I know for a fact, well, I don't, I don't know. So I'm gonna ask you: Do you have to have a strong stomach to be a podiatrist? Because I know for a fact that there are some feet out here that is out of this world. Yes. Crazy. Uh, so yeah, you do. I mean, you know, to me, it's everything is just like I don't care whatever I see. Like I've I've seen a lot of things. Um, so like nothing really bothers me, but yeah, it's something I think you have to think about, but it's funny because when I was young, you know, like I was, I really liked animals and then I like, I was like, oh, maybe I can be a vet, but I was like, I was like really, really young. And then I'm like, oh no, I don't like blood. And I was like scared of blood and stuff like that. And now like <laughs> I'm a surgeon and I do like, you know, I deal with like, you know, gross feet and like ulcers and stuff like that. And I, I don't mind, like, it's just. It's just how it is. Like I don't. I salute y'all. I, I really salute y'all because I watch those monkeys are killing me and yeah. all those yeah. on TLC, and I just be like, some of these feet, I don't know how. I don't know how y'all do it because. Look, crazy. I, I understand because I, I have I've I've lived a manicure pedicure life. So, and I'm talking about me giving manicures and pedicures because I'm a licensed Cosmo. So. We give manicures and pedicures. And I have come encounters with some feet that I have been like, oh my God. Yeah, I have. I have, yeah. One gentleman in particular. Oh. Jason. It was horrible. Yeah, Talk it was, was a customer. He was a customer. He was a customer at the store. And and the lady must know because she was like, you take him. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, so he's <laughs> yours. <laughs> yeah, she's like, he's yours. I'm like, and when he took off his feet, his feet didn't stink or anything. He wasn't stinky, but he had all this dead skin and it was just, it, it was thick. It was thick. And I was just like, where are my gloves? Because I'm not doing anything until I'm putting some gloves on. And so doc, I understand. I do. And clipping them toenails, you have to be careful. Cool. <laughs> you, you wear glasses when you clip toenails? Yeah, you you know what? I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell y'all story. I was clipping somebody's nails in the middle of pedicure, and I was close, and the nail flew back and hit me in my lip. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah, that's what, when I cut the nails, I always say, you know, I, I put where I'm supposed to go, and then I kind of like I squeeze just a little bit, just to make sure there's no skin or anything, because you know the patient's gonna be like, ah, like you know. I've been doing this for quite a while, so then I'm fine. Usually, so like you know, I do this, and then I put my thumb on it. So then, whenever it's if it shoots out, it just it doesn't it stays there because yeah. it has happened a few times. It's been to you know in my hair a few times, and then it's weird because you like clip it, and you you feel it in your hair, and you're like, all right, what should I do? 
Should I just do this while the patient is there? Or should I just like act like nothing happened? It went in, you know, my bra once when, you know, sometimes like hit the, you know, stuff like that. Yes, so it doesn't really happen anymore because you know we've been like using a lot of masks. I mean, lately not too much in the office, but um, so with COVID, it kind of like decreased the right. Mm-hmm. I, I've done that was in school when that I was still in, in in hair school at the time when that happened. But now you know when I clip, I cover the toe. Yeah. You know that way I can and I clip just a little bit and then continue on because yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's, you know, it's because it's not they're just gonna fly everywhere and it's like, everywhere, everywhere. And then you know, like it's gonna be hard to clean also. Because I so there's a there's somebody I've used to work with before, and then you know, like apparently when you would go in the room after like she had you know clipped some toenails, um, they were kind of out all over the place. And then like people asking me like, how are you so clean? I'm like, I don't know. I just like clip it and then like the nails and then I just kind of you know drop it at the same spot, you know, so. <laughs> It doesn't go all over the place, but yeah, because yeah. they flip oh. everywhere. Mm-hmm. They do. No, I can't. I can't. I I can't do that job. I salute you very well. That this is a job I wouldn't. I could not see myself ever doing like ever right. in life. Not all here. You trying to tell me? You're right. You wouldn't paint some toes for hundred dollars and clean you, the toes and scrub them and massage them for hundred bucks. I've done okay. I've done pedicures before. Camille, she showed me and taught me how to do it. And I've done hers, but I know her feet's okay. Anybody else's? Uh, probably not. No. I know when you're a podiatrist, there's no like discrimination. It's not like oh, open your you know, let's remove the shoes and socks. Your sh- your feet are not pretty enough for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I didn't say podiatrist because I don't want him fixing none of my bunions or any of my, I don't want him fixing nothing. So that's why I stuck him in the manicure and pedicure. <laughs> oh my God. Just for that, I'm you upcharge. <laughs> I, I, I do it myself. <laughs> okay. That's even better. But okay, so I do have a question about my, and I, I just want to hear your suggestion. Okay, so. This happened back in 2009. We're in 2023 now. So I've always had an issue and I thought that it was like a callus on my foot or whatever. And they, I went to the doctor and they like used a scalpel and like, you know, scraped it out or whatever, whatever. Felt fine, but it kept coming back. Kept coming back. Like I mean, over the years, it's still there. So then I went to the doctor, I think, last year. And I think he said it was like I had like clogged sweat glands on my feet. So these things hurt. Yeah. I mean, like hurt. And so he was telling me that it was like a, I guess, what, an outpatient surgery or something like that to, you know, take it out and all that stuff. How long is the recovery process? Because he said two weeks. Is it actually two weeks or is it? shorter than that so depending what he's doing like he's talking about like doing putting sutures in or just kind of like yes yeah so usually um so the skin usually heals within two weeks um so that's the two weeks um thing and was he saying not to walk on it for two weeks yep yeah so usually Mm -hmm. when it's sutures on the bottom but usually i tell my patient two to three weeks you know it's the bottom of the foot so then i want to make sure that whenever like if we remove it we're just gonna you know is is surgery the only is only is surgery the only way to get rid of bunion to get rid of them yes 
or like if you're having a problem because I go to the doctor how do I tell the? because I go to the doctor Tuesday I need you to tell me how to tell this man I think it's a bunny because I've been dealing with this for like since 2016 this is how long I'm dealing with this pain so like but like where's your pain like what's happening it's in my leg and it's in my back it like when I, I I waitress so I walk all the time and I could probably be maybe 30 minutes into my shift and my leg will start giving out or not giving out, but it'll start hurting. And um, it just hurts like all the way up my leg. This it's one just, side. just one side. So, and then do you have a bunion? You have a bunion on that side? I have a bunion on that side. My doctor a long time ago, when I was pregnant with my daughter, he told me to wash the toe. Now my daughter's eight years old now. This probably, like I said, started back in 2016. So probably about a, a when she was born in 2015, probably about a year after she was born. So- Do you have a bunion on the other foot? Yeah, but it's not as bad. So it's, it's sometimes, bad. sometimes when it's something like unilateral, like just on one side of the body, sometimes you might have a leg. I mean, I, I don't, I haven't yeah. seen it, but sometimes you might have a leg that's longer than the other also. So mm. then- that leg, that foot kind of collapse more to, to try to compensate. Like I said earlier, everything is related, right? Everything gotcha. is connected. So like if you're like collapsing down, you're gonna, it's gonna lower your hips. So your body's trying to like compensate for, okay, not you, but let's say somebody that has a, a long leg, the body would try to compensate to put like the, the pelvis straight and things like that. And then that can cause a lot of like back pain or like a lot of neck pain, like an issue on one side. So every time it's like that, just kind of, you can be like, you know, why is it happening just on one side? And then, you know, I have this, I notice I have this bunion there. Like, if, is it possible I have like a leg that's longer than the other? Just kind of, just, just throw it out there. Okay. And then you usually, know, there's I need this, my leg fixed. Huh? <laughs> I need my leg fixed. Yeah. My foot. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then um, maybe, you know, like if you feel like they're not really helping you, maybe just get another opinion. Just get another one. Thanks, Doc. Second opinion right there. <laughs> she told me to get another opinion because you're not fixing it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah Toga, like- when you go in there Tuesday or Thursday, whenever it is, Tuesday. Tuesday. let us know what he said because now I'm curious now. Now she didn't say something, broke some things down for you. You should go yeah. in there and say, well, actually, somebody <laughs> else says something totally different. So, uh, we need to get the ball rolling. Okay, I need to check everything. <laughs> I, I have patients that, that come sometimes and they come for something else or, and then I just, you know, they sit in the exam room and, you know, I see that their foot is not, you know, it's just a slight difference of like the length, you know, of their leg, but like they're not sitting the same. And I'm like, just make sure your back is completely like flat against the back of the chair. And then I look and I look just at quickly like at, at the, the malleolus, like the, the ankle bone here, <laughs> like just looking. No, no, I'm looking right. I know. I saw- <laughs> Put that bunny down. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to see. And then you know, like, so I can't. Usually, I'm like, oh, it looks like maybe you have a leg that's longer than the other. And sometimes they're like, oh yeah, I was told before, or yeah, something like that. And then the there's different ways of you know like assessing it. The best way that I found. I send, I do a prescription for, it's called a CT scanogram. So it's kind of like a quick CT scan. You're, you know, laying down, go into the machine, zoom, zoom in and out. Mm-hmm. It's not done in my office, it's somewhere else. And then the radiologist measures the, the femur and the tibia on both sides. And then we know for sure if there's a structural difference. And mm. then it happens often. And then so if there's a difference, 
you know, I just do, I put a heel lift on one side and then like it, it helps a lot. I have actually six millimeter difference like in between my legs. And then I always used to have a, issues of my, my sacroiliac joint, like my SI joint. I would, mm-hmm. I would walk and it would just like crack. It wasn't hurting. At some point it started to hurt, but I was just like, it's weird. It's like always happening. And then I, when I was in podiatry school, I went to like an externship and we did the, you know, one, one study. And then we realized I had a difference and I've been using a heel lift since then and I don't have the issue anymore. Went away. Wow. Nice. Well, I'm going to show tell them all that tomorrow. <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. Sure. Well, I do want to thank you for coming on. We got to get out of here before we go. Is there anything you want to say or any questions you have for anybody? Uh, not really. I think just, you know, a summary of what we talked about earlier that's important for whoever is listening, just to, you know, don't wait for your feet to start hurting you to take care of them. You know, just try to prevent anything. Um, if you're diabetic, make sure you go see your podiatrist once a year because people are really good at going to their endocrinologist, like the, you know, the sugar doctor and then mm-hmm. ophthalmologist for their eyes. But then sometimes they forget about the the foot doctor it's really important like once a year and then <laughs> wear socks and then if the infant doubts if you have you know like ingrown nails that just come back all the time go see the podiatrist there's some nice procedure that we can do to make you feel better what's that Noted. Luckily, I don't have any wrong issues, so I'm cool on that one. So yeah, I'm good on that. Oh, and then one last thing, also, like, I wish everybody knew that never be ashamed to go to the foot doctor. Like, no matter the the state of your feet, if you think that they're horrible or something, we've seen worse. And then you know we're there to help. Like, we don't care. Nobody's gonna be like, oh my god, you know, it's it's just. That's just not how it is. There's so many people, they come and they're like, oh, I was so embarrassed. Like, you know, like, that's why it took me so long to come. Like, don't be embarrassed. This, that's my job. Like, that's what I see. I see feet all the time. You know, this is, yeah. I, I want to help people feel better about, you know, their feet and then walking. And then, so just don't be embarrassed. Just go. I like that. Mika, what about you? You got anything you want to say before we get out of here? I just want to say I've had so much fun. It was so fun picking your brain and getting little secrets of what to tell my doctor <laughs> or ask my doctor <laughs> or what to look, you know, what to spray on what and what kills what. And so it was very informational. So I, I'm very grateful for you to come on here today and let us let you share your wisdom with us. Wisdom with us. Yes. It's awesome. Yes, yes, yes. And El, what about you, brother? Um, well, next time I get a pedicure, I'm definitely either checking utensils or bringing utensils. <laughs> I appreciate the knowledge. Thank you for uh, coming to the podcast. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. No more toes in the mouth. I'm sorry. No more toes in the mouth. That's over. You know, the in the mouth now. Uh-oh. I just told old girl. Never mind. All right. <laughs> well i do want to thank you once again for coming on i hope you had a good time i thank you for all the information because there's some things that i need to know and there were some things that needed to be said besides me saying them now other people can hear it and um i do for myself i need to go get this stuff took out my feet because they are killing me every day i think you had a video 
up on TikTok. I get it was something about a grown man with full tattoos, but scared the needle. That's, That's what's getting me is the needle when they have to inject it to numb your feet or whatever. And so are but, they doing it in the surgical center or in the office? It may be an office. I'm not for sure. I have no idea. Yeah. I didn't get that far. I didn't yeah. get that far. You should ask, because if there's sutures and stuff like that, I'm assuming maybe it's in the surgical center. So if it's there, so then you would be under sedation. Usually they put an IV, they give you some nice medication mm. and it, uh, you drift to sleep and then they fix your feet and then it's better after. Um, that sounds even better. I don't want to see. And you can ask also, if there's some topical things, sometimes there's some uh, medication that you can use for warts that mm -hmm. can working also for that that's not a surgery that you know can kind of blister and then like bring the thing up um so maybe you can just kind of ask just mm. anything else there any like thing you can put on it to... okay i'm ask for sure because yeah i'm just been going on since 09 so i need to get it done it's been well long enough and you can ask like just like is there anything that we can put on it there's um to you know Maybe. Right. Um, because I guess there's some stuff that we can put on on warts sometimes that can that can be helpful for what you're having. Okay, because when we were doing marching band, I was feeling every every inch of that concrete on my ooh, every inch, man, it was hurting. But no, once again, I want to thank you for coming on, and um, y'all know the motto. We'll see y'all next Sunday. Peace. Peace. Peace.